Yo, 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 big up, people. There we go. What's going on? I'm good, brother. I'm good. How are you? Oh, high sleeping. I'm mad I got to go to work today. <laughs> it's a beautiful day out here. I don't think it's going to get past like 72. There is literally not a cloud in the sky. And I got to go to work like a sucker. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Do you know what? I have been running away from work for God knows how long now. Um, and I, I, I just, I, do you know, what? I don't know what it is since the pandemic. I just can't, I just don't want to work anymore. <laughs> you used to staying at home. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. strange. I'm like, like well, <laughs> Uh-oh. Reese? It's like... It's like, who needs to work, really? Honestly. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I realize... Think we should all be... I, I think we should all become Amish. Amish. They, that is the perfect life. They got everything. Are they right, we, we can call you Amish Vader. You can call me Amish Rish. <laughs> we can wear these black hats and just ride horses and not care about what happens. That would be awesome. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> but then, do do Amish people watch Marvel? I mean, would that annoy us? Oh, is that yeah, that be a, yeah. They don't watch TV, so yeah, that would that would hurt something fierce. What about if we told them that it's all about Jesus? Hmm, space Jesus. And the end <laughs> of days. <laughs> yes, it's all about Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> I think they believe in Ragnarok, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> right, just quickly, I've got to do this. I haven't done it in ages. Um, this is Marvel Monday on a Thursday. Loki, episode three. I always forget how long this is. <laughs> I wish we had like animation that goes off the screen. It could be like you and I like fighting uh fighting like space monsters as the music is playing. <laughs> I need to get a shorter version of that. I really do. I really do. <laughs> but guys, welcome to Marvel Mondays on a Thursday. Uh, I know we have our Fantastic Fridays. We're changing it slightly, and that is due to me because uh, I'm a bit busy tomorrow. So Vader has kindly agreed. To do our Loki episode through today, uh, which, which to be honest with you is quite fitting actually, um, because episode three um, was a Did strange one it? for me. Yeah, yes, yes, it, it was. Yeah, it it, it kind of tie it, it ties some stuff up. It it it, it, it puts some loose strings in place and it confirmed, you know, a theory that I had had. Uh, from last week, mm -hmm. that this is just the timekeeper's version of what's of how the timeline is unfolding. 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I definitely agree. And it did, it did tie up these things. But at the same time, at the same time, I feel, is it Lady Loki or Sylvie just playing the card? I mean, let, let's face it. Did, didn't Marvel do this with WandaVision? Where we all thought, it's Mephisto! It's Mephisto! But it was mm-hmm. Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. And Agatha was not, not that was like the biggest curveball. I mean, she had she had an important part in a story arc, but yeah. she was not a big part of Marvel history. That's mm-hmm. that's the curveball right there that really just took the wind out of me. I'm like, what? What? I mean, this episode gave me so many questions that need to be answered, and to the listeners as well. You know, when you come in, it's like. Like, I mean, I have a few questions. Question number one is like, will Owen Wilson ever get to use a goddamn jet ski? You know, I think he's got to. Now that we know, now that we know that the the timekeepers were lying when they said that they created everyone in the TVA, I think, I'm thinking that on wherever it was in time that they plucked Owen Wilson from, he was probably... Uh, like a maybe a ski board instructor or a ski board, ski, uh, you know, ski, little ski do enthusiast, jet ski, whatever. Mm. And I think by the last episode, when this all gets wrapped up, you know, ending scene, we're gonna see Loki and Owen Wilson on <laughs> on the back of <laughs> ski little uh, jet skis in his original, his normal time. <laughs> 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 with, with the song playing in the background uh, from the Beach Boys, right, Kokomo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're gonna go and touch on some messages quickly, um, and then we're also gonna um, talk about what happened. So, guys, stay tuned. We want to hear from you. Um, it's gonna be a fun, fast-packed show. Um, a lot of things to talk about on an episode which nothing happened. Which is quite strange. So uh, let's go to the first message. We're not equal. Uh, this whole episode was really funny for me because um, I can't be pretending to a homer, but I have become a homer for Owen Wilson. And I'm firm believer that I win no party. So, yeah, again, for that team time, I'm a homer for Owen Wilson. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Though, right? Right. I, I, let, I let Owen do some stuff to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I mean, Owen Wilson is the most handsomest man with the most ugliest nose in the world. How do you pull that off? <laughs> he's so ugly that he's cute. you got to be so good looking to pull that nose off that it works. Right. He's like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you there because you know one thing I gotta say that that it's for me. It seemed like Owen Wilson was carrying Loki the first two episodes now, and him and Tom Hiddleston uh, had a lot a, a, a lot of power to play with, and they played off each other really well. And without um, Owen Wilson, the third episode seemed a bit. Yeah. Am I right? Am I wrong in saying that? No. I, I like, I thought this was a really good episode. I really liked this episode. It really got you a chance to, uh, we got to see, you know, Lady Loki in action and get a, a, a better idea of her motivations and the type of person she really is, which I don't think 
is completely evil. Mm. Mm. True, true. I I mean, you are right. I mean, I mean, first of all, it was a shorter episode than most. Um, Sylvia does look like she's not well. Marvel and Disney Plus have gone down the route that at the at so far because it's still early days. It's showing us that Sylvie looks like she may not be the villain. But the TVA is a lot like, lot like Shield and Sword are, you know, um, in our world. Obviously, Shield is for us, Sword is for space, and the TVA is for the whole cosmic universe. And just like Shield so and think. Sword, uh, sorry. So we think because because the, the mm. TVA story is unraveling more and more each episode. Yeah, exactly. But Shield and Sword, like obviously, Sword was good when it first arrived with Nick Fury, but. Within it, infiltra- uh, Hydra had infiltrated it and messed it up. Um, same with, um, sorry, same with Shield and Sword actually, um, and Aim and whatever. So, do you think the TVA originally maybe started off good, but it's been infiltrated by certain people, uh, which are making it bad? Uh, that's that's where I think your boy Kane may come into the picture, but I'm not a hundred percent yet. I'm not a hundred percent yet. I watched the episode twice, and I'm looking because you know they gave us a close up uh, at the beginning at the beginning of the show. You notice when they're doing the the recap, mm. they gave they gave us a close up. If you notice of just one of the timekeepers, one of they gave just a close up of just one face, the middle one. Yeah, and I'm sitting there and I go and I I watched it the first time and that caught my eye. So I went to a, when I went to the second time, I paused it. And that face doesn't really look a hundred percent like a lizard. So I'm thinking maybe could it be Kay? Well, Zaldi? Vader, I have a theory, which I'm not going to tell you guys now because I want to leave it for the end of the show to blow everyone's fucking mind, right? I have a fucking good theory of who this person is. And you're going to have to hear me out. People are going to say a lot of stuff. Um, are you exploring background music? Oh, uh-uh. You hear me? Where did that come from? I've never seen that before. <laughs> I got my window open. Right? But anyway, so, yeah. So, I have a, a huge theory. But um, before we go on to more and more theories, we got the vision. Hey, guys. Uh, great discussion. I don't think that uh, we can rule out any kind of curveballs at this point when it comes to Lady Loki, because it's Loki. Um, The deception is always there. Actually, Loki didn't have any redeeming qualities, honestly, until Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. So uh, we haven't seen any life events uh, that would signify that Lady Loki has any change of heart or anything that's happened to take her mind off of what she wants to do. I think this may be a Black Panther thing where in the end you may find that she's actually the hero. Mm, well, you know what well, you know in his comment he kind of unlocked an Easter egg that I caught. Um you know what I'm saying within the show. Now uh you know at the at the end, you know they have the ending is like the longest end credits without, you know, a, a little scene within it. It was. You, when you look at the end credits, look on the desk, and you know you see the pictures of Loki, um, on the on that desk as the credits are going by. If you go back and watch, 
those pictures are changing each episode. Oh, okay. So that might be is is a, is are they creating a new time a new timeline? That was just something I caught. I'm not sure because I, I it might just be, um, you know what I'm saying time, you know following them, or I, or I'm thinking maybe could it be that it's them changing the natural course of events because now you got two variants, um, you know that were created because they started messing up time, now working with each other going through time. And, and it's funny because, I mean, we, we've kind of realised everyone was calling her Lady Loki. Um, then she said throughout the series her name was Sylvia. Um, and then, you know, there's this bit where um, uh, Loki, our Tom Hiddleston Loki, um, from Earth 616 decides to go, are you trying to en- uh, enchant me? Uh, hinting that she's the enchantress. Um, I think they're they're doing like a kind of a both thing here. So they've mixed her up. She's kind of Sylvie and the Enchantress, uh, Enchantress, as a kind of heads up. What do you think of that? As a little, a little nod to Enchantress, but she's Lady Loki as well at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking either either they're 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 combining the, the two characters, or she thinks that she's this other character. I'm 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 not sure, but I'm I'm still I'm still on the you know on the fence about it, saying that I don't think maybe this isn't a a, a full Loki variant. But but let's talk about first the the planet that we open up on. When we open up, we see you know uh what we they, you know they open up at uh you know where they're fighting in the Time Variant Authority and Ravana and the Hurtu Thugs show up. Mm-hmm. Loki uses the what now we know it's called the the tin pad, and he drops down into that tent, and the planet they're on, which is also the title of the episode, Lamentus. Now, uh, Lamentus, um, this is what I was talking about last week. Lamentus only appeared one time, and that was in. Uh, hold on a second. I think, I think, if if I'm right, it was in a 2005 comic called Annihilation. Yes, that yes, that was it. It's the it's a Cree world, yeah. um, that exists just on the edge of Cree space, and uh, that is where um Quasar, who I was talking about last week, uh, I believe gets his nigga band. So that's a nod. It's kind of a nod to Quasar, and I—I I don't know. Maybe, maybe we we might see Quasar because there uh, there was there was actually plans to make a Quasar film back in the '90s that fell apart pretty quick. Maybe we might be seeing Wendell Vaughn fighting space crime in a, in an upcoming movie or something. I don't know, but that that was just an interesting it was interesting nod that I saw. You know the tie-in. With uh, Quasar last week, uh, with the hometown of Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and now uh, they start off the show with another nod. Yeah, so, you are absolutely. You did mention that about Quasar because you did say that about Wisconsin. So good touch, and 
you're right, Lamentis is... You know one thing about Lamentis, which, which I thought was weird, because they've said this was in the year 2077, right? And it was the worst apocalypse. And mm-hmm. we saw this kind of in Annihilation and stuff like that. And they, like you said, they do talk about the Kree, which is Captain Marvel, um, you know, and, and so there's two things I want to ask quickly. Do you think that the people on the planet could possibly be in Kree? Yeah, oh no, they were, yeah, that was that's a Kree world. It's a Kree okay. world, so yeah, they were Kree. All right, and then the second thing, and this reminds me of a comic uh, called uh, No Fear when everything's annihilated and everything's gone. Because it seems like it's coming to like uh, an end of the world. A lot of stuff's gone. But there's no superheroes in these apocalypses. Have you noticed? Yeah, well, the heroes are, are um, how do they put it? It's like uh, heroes usually exist in like pocket eras of time. Like um, we have like our heroes now, uh, but before, you know, they started. There was like you know a gap between heroes, uh, so you know heroes existed say you know twenty thirty years uh, before each new incarnation. They they, they explain it better in DC because uh, you know, like DC had their their golden age heroes, and then you know now we have our our current base of heroes: Batman, Superman, all that. But before them, you know there was a whole another Justice League, the uh, Justice Society. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So heroes, heroes, it's like time, fate, God, whatever makes heroes exist during an era when they are most needed. So, mm. and, and then they're usually um, mostly on Earth. Earth has like, like the, the planet of heroes. Other planets might have one or two floating around. But for the most part, you know, the, the big population of heroes is on Earth for some reason. Interesting, interesting. So, we're going to keep moving on. Let's press some messages and we're still going to be touching on the episode, guys. Thank you, everyone, for coming in and being in here. Um, big up to We're Not Equal. Uh, Bakley Cole, I think is. I'm Dave, The Vision. Muzova, um, uh, Lucifer, we had Mr. Nobody, Sink, Strugglers, uh, everybody else in there. Colin Baines, thank you. Big up to you, Joyful Classic. All you guys, big up to you. Um, let's go for the next message. This episode was bad. It's just not amazing in the sense where, like you said, that Owen Wilson kind of vibe. And so the moment you see Owen Wilson, the gravitas as the actor, I'm sorry, this is my, this is maybe my, like, issue I can't name a bad Owen Wilson film. Even the bad Owen Wilson films, he's quirky. If you don't like quirky, then I don't like you. Zoolander, <laughs> Zoolander Part 2. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Zoolander Part 2. Zoolander Part 2. I can't blame Owen Wilson for that. It's like... <laughs> They didn't want to do it. Ben Stiller was forcing it. I don't know what is a payday. I cannot even. I mean, but did you see? If you go back to the first Zoolander, that is an Owen Wilson freaking film. I mean, Ben Stiller, ben Stiller steals the show, but every scene that Owen Wilson is in, he shines on that freaking screen, man. You're right, because he's basically like a ugly supermodel. Yeah. 
when, when, when he makes Ben Stiller's uh, bird um, uh, shag the little midgets. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. The division's got a big one. That makes a lot of sense, Vader. Uh, Lamentus actually brings up uh, the Annihilation Wave, I believe. Uh, those rare, mm-hmm. those uh, alien races. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's actually setting up Avengers 5. And uh, what we're seeing here, again, Feige is amazing in how he does this um, and how detailed his world is. I mean, you can just imagine Feige's house. It's a big room with just all the variables and all the spider webs of all the MCU going. But uh-huh. uh, they're splitting up the, the MCU threats. So what we're seeing now is with the Eternals and everything else, you're seeing the galactic threats, Galactus, the, uh, the alien races, the Kree Skull War, even the um, uh, Celestials. And then uh, later on, we're going to see the Earth-based threats. Uh, I think uh, the X-Men will deal with that initially. Uh, I think the Fantastic Four and Ant-Man and Wasp will get into the quantum realm and how that affects the galactic threats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a Kevin. Oh, hell, Kevin Feige. <laughs> oh, hell, Kevin Feige. <laughs> right. See now that's what I like now, and you're seeing this a lot now. They're allowing, you know, Hollywood is finally allowing the fan a fan to actually start, you know, control these projects. You saw that now it took a disaster of Star Wars for them to turn Star Wars over to uh Filoni and Favreau. Or uh uh shit. Favreau and uh, yeah, 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 they have Dave Filoni, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and now we're seeing Feige has complete control of all of Marvel, so they're letting a fan, somebody that knows the actual real material and that loves the characters and the storylines, they're putting them in control, and I think we're about to get some really good storytelling now, really good storytelling. Mm. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, it's going to be amazing. Um, like episode three, like I mean, if, if we focus on episode three quickly, it it was strange, and I know where Kevin Feige's going. I have full faith in him. Um, like, like, like a lot of people were talking about the Disney Plus shows were going to mess things up. They're just opening up the world for the fans. I've always said it, mate, as you know that that this next uh, phase, phase five, and these Disney Plus shows are for the fans, you know, they're not for the mass goers, you know, so if, if you've never watched Marvel and you want to watch a Marvel film and you watch a Disney Plus show, you probably won't get it and hate it even more, but that's why I love Kevin Feige, because he's like, no, because we've got to make sense, you know, we can't just nilly-willy put these characters in a movie and go all-out war, you know, there has right. to be substance behind them, um, and, and that, that that's what he's done, and it, it's basically, basically, it's amazing, you know, um, but we got some more messages, so let's go. Oh, shit. But I'm sorry. The other one is, uh, let's see, certain events are meant to happen. So to be, like, you know, um, somewhat, like, saved and stuff, that's not meant to happen. So for there to be no superheroes, it just wasn't meant to be happening. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, now, this goes back on to let's talk about the time variance and what we learned from them in episode three, right? Because mm-hmm. originally in the first few episodes, we're led to believe that they're there after the Great War, 
and um, keep intact the main timeline of Earth 616 um, and all sorts. But what we realized after what, they, what they've been talking about is that, you know, in short, the TVA is a lot like, well, they're, they're kind of like the bad guys, you know. Now, mm-hmm. if that's the case, so we were led to believe in the first episodes that the TVA were protecting the timeline and, you know, trying to do good. But if they are bad and all timelines are supposed to exist, so they've been manipulating and killing people and mm-hmm. killing superheroes by purpose, ultimately trying, they, they made Iron Man die. They let Thanos snap his fingers and it opens up a whole can of worms, Vader. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Now, what if they're not letting these superheroes die or killing these superheroes? What if, because now that we see, uh, we learn because C20, we found out um, when, when a female, when the lady Loki uh, enchanted her mind to try to get the location of the timekeepers, we learned that before she was you know, a, a time hunter. She was just a regular girl that loved margaritas, right? So, what if, you know, they're plucking these these heroes out of time and turning them into a uh, TVA agents? Hmm. That might be why we saw Agent Carter in episode one. Maybe she's about to get uh, what was it? What was it they called it in uh, when they scrub not scrub somebody reset when they yeah reset. resetting her. And now she, we, we might see her in a later episode as a, as a time hunter or a TVA agent. Oh, do you know what? You're right, because they were resetting all the... the oh, that's a good theory. Mm-hmm. That, that theory hasn't been touched. Well done, Vader. I've got to give you a clap for that. That's going in my special box there. Ooh. Right? <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Hmm, interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we got Charlene. What are we talking about Marvel Monday on Thursday? What is this all about? Time works different here. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. On your feet. Well done. Um, First things first, make it pop. Can I just give, can we give a round of applause to make it pop? Because I haven't seen or heard from make it pop for, for a, a, a minute now. So lovely to see you make it pop. Um, so lovely to hear your voice. So God bless you. Thank you. And yeah, so if you've been watching um, Loki and the TVA, you'll realize time works differently and therefore we are working differently because we are in the, not the Nexus, what are we calling it? The, the quantum the, the S the S the, the STA the the serial time authority serial <laughs> <laughs> time authority <laughs> and we're getting those stories out to you. <laughs> love it love it love it love it love it right Rishi Vader yes I love you guys man already um yeah don't forget man it's it's not just that Feige is a fan I think that starts it because we got many fans like e- any one of us can sit in on a Marvel uh, or DCEU for that matter and sit in and probably give them better instruction on what they can do. But Feige knows how to manage fans. And mm-hmm. that's the key because we're crazy. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Yeah, and you know what? You're absolutely right. I mean, look at us here. A few years ago, 
you know, when it all started off with Iron Man, we were just happy to see great versions of our heroes on screen. Now he's fed into our comic book fandom folklore, um, our obsessions, that we are here talking about what's going on behind the scenes. Oh, did you see that? Oh, look, there's a nod to that. And to do that on a mass scale is genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm loving every minute of this. Right. I, 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 I did say that I, I, by the end of the show, I was going to give you one big theory that's going to blow everyone's mind because I've looked. No one's thought of this theory. This is my theory. Um, I'm not going to release that theory now, but I, I was going to do two. But I'm going to give one out now. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. looking into this a little bit, right, Vader? And we are talking about the timekeepers and stuff like that. Are they good or bad? Yeah. Now... Do you ever remember in Marvel folklore, there were these alien beings called the Time Twisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about those uh, first episode, yeah. yeah. So, could they be the Time Twisters? Um, that would, see now, I think that would be a good because that would, um, <laughs> okay, well, in, in the comics, the Time Twisters were the TVA that just got renamed the TVA, you know what I I'm thought, saying? I thought the TVA created the Time Twisters to, no, to kind of look after things, and then they went rogue. No, hold on, I got that one. That was from week one. Hold on a second. Now, the Timekeeper, Time Twisters. Because uh, from what I remember, that from what my brother used to tell me, they went rogue, and they started traveling back in time, causing... Uh, huge destructions and 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 yeah. wrecking timelines, and is this what we're seeing? And that's why. That's what we saw um, in the first. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's what we saw when they first appeared. Okay, where is that? I got all this junk written down, but because I, I remember it was Thor. <laughs> I, I think Thor foil, foiled their plan, right? He found out what was going on. And then he has a war with them. And then the Time Twisters, kind of like um, Doctor Strange, opens a load of portals from everyone. And then they have this mass war and there's loads of kind of people fighting from all different timelines. It was a smaller comic from what I remember. It was a long. It was before I was born. I remember that. <coughs> but I remember someone telling me about it. And then I kind of looked into it. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe they, they, they started off Time Twisters and they went away because I think they first appeared in somewhere, I want to say 68. I don't know what I did with the shit I had that written down on, but uh, I want to say 68 and then, uh, you know, they did that story arc and then came back um, with the new name of the uh, TVA and I want to say the 80s? Oh, that's interesting. What in the hell is that? That's interesting. That's interesting. Guys, Mm -hmm. out there, for for those of you listening, if you know anything more about the Time Twisters, uh, please message us in. Please give us some more information because this only helps uh, the community that we're running. And remember, you are part of the family. You're all Marvel Monday family. Um, You know, we're all in this together. And like we like to learn off of you as well as you learn from us and come up with some great things. So please message us in. Um, You got it there, Vader? Oh, I can't find it. Um, okay, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, 
Let's go back to the vision. Don't forget, Rishi. This may all be leading to secret wars. It's not maybe. Don't oh. forget. Superheroes didn't die. They just disappeared and appeared on a battle world. The Beyonder. And we spoke about this on our... Because I don't know, for those of you who weren't with us on Monday, we did have a Marvel Monday show, but it was for fans only. And um, me and Vader, when we were doing... We come up with some theories that really worked with Fantastic Four and how we're going to end up in Battleworld. Do you remember that, Vader? Mm-hmm, yep. Do you want to touch on that lovely theory, or do you want me to go over it again? Oh, yeah, it'll take me a minute to find it. You can go ahead and hit that one, though. Okay, so here is one theory, right? I think Kevin Feige and the whole Disney bar, ultimately, it is going to go um, to uh, Secret Invasion, you know, Secret Wars. Uh, more, so, I think they're going to amalgamate the one, so it's going to be like a Secret Invasion, Secret War, with both stories coming out of Secret Invasions. Um, and, and, and that happened. And basically, let's just touch on it now, right? Let's go through this. Kang the Conqueror is already here, whether we know it or not. Now, if you look at Ant-Man, um, at the very first... No, sorry, at the, the second Ant-Man, he... Uh, they go through and we see um, the, a, a city, which we believe is Kang the Conqueror City. So, which means Kang has always been travelling through time via the Quantum Realm, yeah? Now, with the Quantum Realm, it gives you powers, Right? And we know this because of what happens with the wasp. And I'm talking about uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's wasp, yeah? When she comes out, she tells Douglas, oh, it changes you, you know? It's, and she can talk to the beings there. So there's a lot more of the quantum realm that we didn't see. So I think there's a world there. So now if we're looking at a different timeline, I think the Fantastic Four already exists and already here. Because one thing that Marvel doesn't want to do is actually go back and do a huge um, origin story again. I don't think we can go through that. I don't think Marvel wants to do that. So the best way to bring the Fantastic Four in is they're already here. They've already got their powers. But what's going to be unique and different? They don't go up into space and there's a cosmic rays. They're already in the, in the quantum realm. And the quantum realm is given the Fantastic Four the powers. Now, it could be that Kang has got them hostage in the quantum realm, and then this is all going to come about and come out. Right, look, my, my, my theories are so good, the police are after me. You can hear the police cars. They're trying to stop me. <laughs> this is the truth that I'm speaking in. Um, but then you've got the Young Avengers. Now, we know Marvel are too teasing on the Young Avengers, yeah? So the Young Avengers have been teased with um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with the Patriot and uh, uh, Hawkeye's daughter and so forth. Now, Kang is also Iron Lad, who is part of the Young Avengers, who sets mm -hmm. it up as Kang goes back in time. So, you know, you've got to see all this. And then we know we've got the new Avengers, because Phase 5 is going to be the new Avengers. You just read a comic very recently, Vader. Explain the new Avengers. Uh, oh, no, no, it was the new X-Men. It was the new X-Men that, that, that I just uh, read. Well, oh, was it? Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. So we know we've got the new Avengers coming up, but then we've got to yeah. talk about the X-Men are going to come in. Now, the uh, uh, X-Men, Apocalypse, Kang, we're looking at when uh, when uh, Kang was Ramatat. So how we, you know, all throughout the Nexus, 
the X-Men are, are around. You know, we know this. Now, in a, now, we do know that Marvel doesn't always take old stories. There's a lot of new comics coming out, just like they did with Vote Loki. We know Vote Loki is only a comic that was made in 2016, 15, um, and that he's going to be in the Loki series. So, if you take this new comic with the X-Men, Vader, take it to the stage. Oh, with the new, the new X-Men, um, the team has, has been re- reconstituted. Uh, we have a, a female Wolverine. Um, we have uh, Jean Grey, uh, Scott Summers, uh, Psyche, Rogue, and um, uh, who was the last guy? What's uh, uh, name? Firestorm. Firestorm. That was correct. So I think we're going to get these new X Men, not the X Men that we've seen. But added to that, Beast will definitely be there in some form. And because we know about the peak and the Beast, you know, he's always on the peak um, with Nick Fury and stuff. So it, it's a fan theory, yes. But I definitely believe that's what's going to happen. So we've got the Fantastic Four coming in. We've got the X-Men coming in. And we know the Sorties. And, and, and Kang, which all... And Doctor Doom. Let's not forget Doctor Doom, which all then add to Secret Invasion with the Scrolls and um, the Battle World. Because this is what has to happen. Now, in Secret Invasion, remember, everyone's fighting everyone. You've got a hundred hulks. You've got a hundred... Um, because they're all fighting for for who's the right one for their particular world to be saved. Am I right in saying that, Vader? Right. Right, yep. And this is what the multiverse is doing. This is what's happening as we speak in all over the place. Mm-hmm. Or could this be the timeline, The uh, you know, the the timeline war that I, that that the time keepers are supposed to be keeping, you know, in track is is, is has it always happened? You know what I'm saying? And it's something that they can't fix. That's why they're using the TVA to try to uh, maybe erase that war world timeline so it doesn't occur. Hmm. Very interesting. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Right. Oh, then I found uh, about that. It was the time twisters. They first appeared. Uh, in 1966 in Thor 243 and they just had it was a three uh, issue story arc mm. um, they were the time twisters uh, then they came back and rebooted them as the TVA uh, in 89 in uh, Avengers West Coast uh, number 62 but they were originally created by the TVA and then they came back and they you know time twisters didn't exist they were the TVA Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought as much that's what it was. Um, just to quickly say uh, thank you to I Am Dave. Um, big up to I Am Dave for becoming super fans for both me and Vader. So lots of love for you, my friend. Um, right on, right on. Yeah, we do lots of other shows. Me and Vader have got a comic show coming up, so your messages will be played. Um, and yeah, so big up. And we always give a lot of spoilers on our Marvel Monday when it's for fans only. But God bless you, my friend. The Time Twisters actually uh, tangled with the TVA and the Watchers. Mm. Um, but uh, what they bring is actually Immortus. And if you remember, Immortus was uh, several different beings in different time periods. Kang. Immortus is Kang, no? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Immortus yeah. is just Kang. And, and, and this is it, because we're going to see different Kangs. You look at Iron Lad, you look at Immortus... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've got a feeling we're going to see Kang uh, in uh, Ramata. 
um, at some point we're going to see all these versions. And this is much further on. I know these are very early days, but I, I think we're definitely going to see all of these. Um, quickly moving back on to uh, episode three now. Sasha Lane, Hunter C20. We see Lady Loki manipulating her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she, uh... finding out where the TVA is. And she goes into TVA. She goes to fight him um, to get to the timekeepers. And I have to say, there's one thing I noticed here. Yeah, Just like Loki's powers don't work in the TVA, so does Lady Loki. She, she finds it hard to manipulate one of the, uh, the time hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I noticed, Lady Loki is very skilled. I was impressed. Did you notice her, her way of fighting and her, uh, uh, is a lot stronger than of Loki's? I, I don't know. I'm thinking. I think that they were pretty evenly matched. They had pretty much the same fighting style. Hers a little bit more feminine, but that's why I think she wasn't able to enchant Loki because I think their powers are so evenly matched. It's not because you know Loki's so smart. It's just you know you're you guys. It's like putting a magnet. You're trying to put two magnets together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's. That's that's what that's what I'm thinking why why it didn't work for her. So I think they're I think they're like kind of evenly matched because she does have the a power set of Loki's a version of his power set. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's, it's kind of confusing. I I believe that this episode should have actually been called when Loki met Loki. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because there were scenes in it that reminded me of when Harry met Sally. All right, the love hate <laughs> relationship. Now, Vader, I'm gonna go a bit, uh, uh, uh we're, we're gonna go where Marvel Monday's never gone before, right? On a Thursday, <laughs> has Loki fallen in love with himself from a different timeline, and is that possible? And would that make it right? So could I go to a different timeline, find myself as a woman, sleep with myself and fall in love with myself? I mean, that would be like so hot. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I know, I don't think, you know, Loki's a trickster. So, you know what I'm saying? He's, gonna, he's, try, he's trying to get inside of her, you know, so he's trying to get inside her head. So, you know, he's going to be flirtatious and, you know, sweet and, you know, almost romantic. But, yeah, I don't think he's in love with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wants, he wants would that make it incest? Her. Would that make I, it incest? Would that be incest? Because I've always wondered if I went, if I, like, went back in time and found a younger version of myself, would it be gay <laughs> if I did stuff to myself? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> or is that just masturbation? <laughs> It might just be masturbation. I don't know. <laughs> that is the most freakiest thing ever. <laughs> like, I, w- I, w- I was slightly a bit uncomfortable watching it because they're all like, you know, talking, having like, you know, um, champagne together, singing these Irish or Nordic, uh, Nordic I songs. Love and... I love it. When she, when he showed her uh, he told her the story about how his mother taught him magic and the fireworks, and then he showed her fireworks. If you just look the look on her face and stuff, like she was like in awe, in, in romantic awe, 
You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you know, he ends it real quick. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, I love that. That was a great scene for me. It really, it really, it really draw, drew me into both characters right there. You know, Loki's not, he's evil, but he's not, there's, there's still some good in, in him. You know what I'm saying? He loves his mom. And now knowing that he's the reason his mom's dead, I think that's affected him on a much bigger level. You know what I'm saying? Because you see how it was like it's, he, he has the idea, you know, let's let's work together and I guess save all the people on this uh on this planet. Right. Here's one that we definitely gotta touch on. Um, and it was probably one of the biggest things in Loki, episode three. Probably one of the biggest news to come out of Marvel. Um, it's trending all over the place. Loki confesses he likes both. He's bisexual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he said, because when she asked him, is there, a, is there someone, a guy or a girl for him? And he says, perhaps both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who is this? Who is this love? Because I, I haven't seen a male or female love interest. Well, I don't remember a love interest for Loki in any of the movies yet. So, ooh, is there somebody Loki's in love with that we're about to find out about and you might come across? Well, yeah, I mean, like in the comics, does it? I mean, I know he kind of does gender swap. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, is that something... Where, um, like, like, but have you ever seen him like, um, have a relationship with a man? I haven't. Well, he, I know there's a story, um, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's Norse mythology or a Loki, um, they, uh, Asgard was under attack by these giants and Loki, uh, they say, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta stop these, these giants from getting in. So Loki comes up with the idea, let's, Let's have them, let's trick them into building a wall around Asgard, and they say to him, you know, we're never going to be able to get our enemies to, you know, build a wall. And he says, we'll we'll make them a deal if you can do, uh, if you can do it in like, you know, three days. Um, I'm going to give you like uh, uh, all this land and power. Uh, so they find uh, one of these giants, and he starts doing it, and they think, well, you know, he's never going to finish it in three days. Uh, but he starts, you know, he's really busting ass, and he he gets it done. He starts to get it done, and and the Asgardians realize, hey, Loki, he's about to get this shit done. You need to, uh, if you need to fix this, oh, he was gonna be. They were gonna let him marry one of the uh, marry um an Asgardian princess, and they said, Loki, you better fix this. So uh, Loki realizes that his horse is doing a lot of the a lot of the heavy lifting. So Loki transforms into a horse and distracts his horse, stopping him from doing it. But while he's distracting the horse, the horse takes off and chases Loki. Loki can't change back far fast enough. The horse, the horse gets him, mounts him, you know, and just you know has some pretty a pretty good time with Loki. And Loki gets pregnant and has a uh, has a, a, a eight legged horse baby. <laughs> Your uh, Loki sleeps with a horse. A horse sleeps with Loki. <laughs> he kind of gets raped, <laughs> and he has his baby, and and then uh, Odin takes 
the horse as his magic steed because the horse can like fly, travel through dimensions, uh, has like all kinds of magical powers. Uh, I forget what they named the baby. Um, but I mean that's 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 from that's from Norse Norse mythology. That's not that's not Marvel canon, but I can see them <laughs> trying to throw some shit like that in there. Uh, he just gets. Uh, do you know? I don't think he's even bisexual. I think he's pansexual. What? Oh, gender fluid. Is that what gender fluid means? You you down for anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Loki down for whatever. BTS. Yeah. But <laughs> a round of applause to Marvel. I mean, it's been a long time coming. They represent the LGBTQ community. It's Pride Month. Um, so a lot of love for them for doing that. Uh, you know, I, I think <coughs> it's great. You know. Um, that they're touching on, on, on kind of everyone in the world, every race, every gender, you know, um, uh, sometimes a little bit too stereotypical, you know, and but that's Hollywood for you because I'm still upset about the, the Indian guy in Eternals who's, you know, <laughs> playing a Bollywood superstar. Why can't he just be a normal guy? But <laughs> it's like, fucking hell. I wonder if he's going to come out on talking like this. Hey, come on. <laughs> what is my problem? That would be awesome. Bro. I can uh, fly through the sky, you know, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, it's Black <laughs> Panther. Bob's in the Like, come on. Like, Shang-Chi, he's speaking American for crying out loud. Right, yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, that, that, that is going to kind of pull you out. But, um, like, in the comics, they had a good thing where the, everybody, you know, they spoke their natural languages, but they would put an asterisk at the bottom panel saying, you know, translated, you know, from the whatever. So, I, I, I wish Marvel would do something like that. Just That's just like a nod to the nerds because it helps really draw you in. You know, knowing that they're really, you're not, everybody doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's amazing. Right. Uh, quick, quick, quick little Easter egg that I got. I don't know if you got this. Yeah. Um, mm. I think I got it. I'm not sure if anybody else did. Um, I don't know if I'm looking into it too much because I know I do that. When you got Loki and Lady Loki uh, or Sylvia having a talk and he's going, have you ever fell in love with anyone? And he's giving his beautiful, beautiful rendition of a dagger on what love's all about. Did you, did you get that? Yes, I loved that. Loved that. That, that was strange, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I, the love uh, of dagger. <laughs> time trapped together in a planet and the dagger is but merely a, a fake dagger of love with blood or whatever it was. And um, he then turns around and goes, have you ever fallen in love? And she goes, yes, with a postman. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I believe the postman is? Um, Kevin Costner? Kevin Co- What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin fucking Costner? Kevin Co- you remember the postman? <laughs> uh, Stan Lee. Stan. Ah! Oh, my God. Because <laughs> he was a postman in Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or was it Iron Man when he's delivering a package? <laughs> oh, it's Iron Man. He's the postman, I think. 
I do remember that he was like something different in all the movies. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was a postman. He goes, hey, I got a package for Tony Stank. <laughs> well, you know what I was thinking there? And this is, this is kind of far-fetched. When she said postman, I knew I didn't think he could be an actual postman. I'm thinking the Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's too far-fetched. He's kind of a cosmic. <laughs> he's kind of a cosmic postman. When he comes and he delivers that message, you know your plan is about to get destroyed. <laughs> that might be. It might be a nod to bringing in Galactus because you know that might be, <laughs> this, this cosmic postman of Silver Surfer. She's in love because uh, Silver Surfer, um, the way he became Silver Surfer, Galactus was eating his world, and to you know to save his family, the woman he loved. And his planet, he became Galactus's herald and started finding him other planets, so he wouldn't eat his planet. So maybe, I mean, maybe they're maybe they're doing a real curveball and making uh, this Lady Loki really the enchanted version of the Silver Surfer's wife. I was far fetched, but that was just what popped into my head because I want to see the Silver Surfer again. But yeah, I, <laughs> I think we all want to see the Silver Surfer, but that, that, yeah, I, I think that's why. I don't know. I, 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 I'm with Stan Lee at the moment. I'm going with Stan Lee. Um, <laughs> and, and because we've seen him be um, a watcher or talking to the watchers, and there's a little cosmic thing there of him traveling and whatever. And I don't know, but I, 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 I'm believing it's a Stan Lee thing, you know, just as a little. Uh, a nod. I don't know. It could be. It may not be. But we'll we'll find out. Um, like, like you said, this episode was very short. There wasn't much to go about with it, uh, apart from we find out that the TVA, possibly Lady Loki, saying the TVA is bad, um, and everyone is a variant, you know, and they're just trying to ruin stuff. Where do you think they're gonna go with in episode four? Episode four, now that Loki knows that uh, the TVA has, they've been lying and that, you know, these agents are really all, they're all just variants. I think the the new mission, well, first, they're going to have to get off of Lamentis. So they're going to have to, and I think he's, I have, and this is what I didn't understand either. Why didn't, um, why, one, I know it's 2077. But why didn't he try to just call for him to heal? Because his magic works. So uh, I, I didn't understand, one, why they were walking everywhere when he could teleport. And two, why not just, you know, scream Hemdale's name and you're at least off of this, you know, dying planet. But that would, you know, trigger, you know, tell the TVA right where they're at. Oh, uh, yeah, I th- you know what? First of all, Vader, once again, two freaking valid points. Why can't he use Hemdale, right? Because mm-hmm. he can, you know, because mm-hmm. wherever he is, there is a Hemdale. Unless, as God, no, because remember when he was looking at the, well, I don't know. So, well, didn't has Hemdale... Asgard been destroyed? But Asgard, I mean, well, Asgard is supposed to, what it was rebuilt. You know, well, Thor rebuilt it on Earth, on Earth, but I mean, you know, in the comics, you know, it is, you know, rebuilt, you know, in the Asgardian realm. So I would think by twenty seventy seven, Hemdale should be up and around 
uh, you know, he, they, I, I, I didn't understand. Unless it was just because they knew that the TVA would be able to find him if he did call him down. Because, you know, that, of course, would be stepping outside of time and changing history. Because him, though, wasn't supposed to save anybody. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just something that was something that bothered me. Because um, the whole walking thing was like really irking me. Why are you walking? Your magic works. You've displayed that a bunch of times. Why the hell are you guys walking there? Just teleport to the to the ark. What? What? They wasted mm. a, waste a lot of time walking. If they had just teleported there, you know what I'm saying? They they would have been able to, you know, get the get the ship off the ground. Because you saw oh. them when they started fighting, they fought their way all the way to the steps of the uh, of the thing, and then asteroid comes through, cuts them in two. You've made a very valid point there. I didn't think of that. I'm sure, like all things, uh, it will be touched on something, definitely. Um, my mind is changing on the whole Kang thing, uh, being a timekeeper. Um, I think he's somewhere there in the Nexus um, or in um, the Quantum Realm. Is he? Is he behind the timekeepers? Possibly. So that's why we'll never see him until later. A bit like Thanos was behind everything, behind Loki and stuff. Because let's be honest, in Avengers Assemble, Loki was the bad guy. We didn't see Thanos, you know? Right. Um, and, and, and the Chitauri. Um, you know, um, uh, there's there's always been someone else who's been behind it who ultimately was Thanos and da da da, da until they got to the big bad. So, you know, we know Kang's one of the big bads, not the big bad. But I don't think we're going to see Kang here. And I think that's what they want us to be doing. Oh, it's Kang. It's Kang. I'm telling you, it's Kang. And like, oh, God, yep. it's not Kang. Um, yep. <laughs> so, and remember, Kang is not a lizard-type being. He never has been a lizard-type being. And Loki says this in the beginning. Yeah, he goes, I'm not going to be ruled by some lizard-type beings who think they are gods and da 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 right? Mm-hmm. So... The lizard type beings could be anyone. I think I mentioned this, whatever, from the Savage Land Sirens, which I doubt it would be them, but still. Are you ready for my revelation? Ready. Right. I decided now, people, and you can all do this, and I do this with a lot of stuff when I review stuff. And if you know, guys, Google, please go into my Instagrams, follow me, and you'll see I always review stuff and that follow Vader's Instagram. Touch on our emojis. Our Instagrams are all linked. I decided to put in Loki, cast and crew. And mm-hmm. I saw a famous person come up. Ooh. And I was like, what the fuck is he playing? Now, I just realized that maybe Lady Loki or Loki are basically trying to kill or Loki's trying to find Loki. So is the middle timekeeper, in fact, Loki? Mm. And is Loki ruling the TVA in a different kind of realm? Yeah. Mm. And is it an older version of the God of Mischief? You know what? Now, if you go and have a look, Richard E. Grant 
is on the casting list. So we will be seeing Richard E. Grant very soon as the god. Well, we don't know what he's going to be playing, but he's going to be entering Loki. Now, if you look at the way his face looks and you look at the way his hair goes backwards, he, he looks like Loki. Right? Mm. And seriously, Google it. Google it now, people. All of you on the show, get your phones out. Go on quick Google. Now, Richard E. Grant, we haven't seen him yet. He hasn't been part of the first few episodes. Um, and I think he's going to be coming maybe a bit later on or near the end. That is he playing an older variant of Tom Hiddleston? You know, is he playing Loki? And is he the head of the TVA? And this is why Loki, the Lady Loki, wants to destroy him. Because Ooh. what's happening now is actually meant to be happening. Because Loki's original plan was to get hold of the TVA destroy them and run time so he can make mischief everywhere. So is this what has been going on? We're just in a time loop, in a time circle. Mm. Okay, so I just Googled him and he might be playing old man Loki. We know Explain old man to us Loki about old man Loki. Maybe Loki maybe Loki has a different version of Loki has already infiltrated the uh, TVA, and maybe that is it. Maybe we'll find out, huh? Or maybe it's like um, in the books there was like a uh, oh, what was it called? Because uh, they kind of they stole it for the Flash. Uh, the the uh, the Council of Loki. There was something called the Council of Loki's, and um, uh, I want to see. No was more. it like a Flashpoint, like the Flashpoint saga? Kinda. It was like Loki's from all from a bunch of different timelines came together and formed the, like a council of Loki's. Oh uh, yes. So, oh, I'm trying to I remember, remember, I can't that. remember the story though. Uh, uh, what, I, I want to say it was from Thor. Oh my God, this is so long ago. Oh, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe he's maybe he's a member of the council of Loki's and. And somehow infiltrated the TVA and taken over, and he's the reason. Maybe he's been going out, you know, resetting all the Lokis. And oh, yes, to Loki stop him. Escapes. Yeah, because eventually he knows there's a Loki that's a good Loki that will get to him and ruin his plan. So if he gets, he will be the only Loki because he is now Loki is aware of the uh, the time heist, the time variance. So he knows there's many different Lokis. And there's one thing that Loki always wants is to become the one supreme god. He's always talking mm -hmm. about, I'm a god. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I think that's it. I think we're saying it here first. Richard E. Grant may be a different version of Loki. And just, just if you look, okay, we'll do this together now. Like, if you Google... Google the um, the timekeepers, right? And let's look at the face, yeah? Honestly, Marvel ain't that stupid, right? Mm, look, right. At the, look at the face. Uh, go to images. Now, we've got the, the middle face. Zoom into it. That nose looks a lot like Richard E. Grant. Mm, Put Richard E. Grant's face next to that and the eyebrows, the way they move in. I'm thinking... That's who they are. That's who the timekeepers are. That 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 main one. 
Yeah, because I was thinking it does it when they zoomed in and it was like they deliberately zoomed in on that one face. Um so yeah. Hmm. Look at the high cheekbones, Richard E. Grant. Could it be? And if this is the case, guys, I, I deserve an Oscar. Um Vader deserves an Oscar. Because I know no one's talking about this like I've just gone, like we've just gone over it, right? <laughs> you lot need to share the show now, all you listeners out there. Seriously, like, like me and Vader, we don't just go and talk nearly willy. Like, literally, Vader is the king of comics. Um, I have extensively watched the MCU, and you know, I do read the comics as well. And we piece things together bit by bit. You know, like we pause, we watch, we rewatch, and. You know, and we try and make sense of these things. And yeah, okay, you know, some of them are far-fetched or whatever. But between, there's a fine line between genius and madness, and that's when you get the truth, you know, (laughs) right? I I think that's what's happened. Um, Loki, nicking the Tesseract, going to the, was always meant to maybe happen, because that's what, Loki in the future wanted because this Loki that we've got from this timeline ultimately is probably maybe one of the worst Lokis I think or the more trickster Loki for power you look at the lady Loki we've got now oh. her parents told her she was adopted that she was a Lofason mm. okay right. now hold on a second hold on a second now we got we got to back up okay so I I was looking at that Richard E. Grant thing in the timekeepers. Okay. Now, um, do you know uh the guy that's gonna be playing Kane um in the in the movie? Yeah, the black guy. Yeah. You know what that that kinda looks like him. I think that's what they want us to think. Like I, I know this is sorry guys, please forgive me. I don't mean this I, and that's what everyone's been no, I mean no no one's saying like, if you look at the nose and this that I think that's what they want to think. I think it's more. That looks like a black guy's face. The more I look at it. The put, nose, the mouth. Put, the, the mouth doesn't. The mouth looks like Richard E. Grant. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to do some digging. Okay, his name is Jonathan Majors. I'm trying to see if I can find a side-by-side. Oh, huh. I'm doing it right now. I've got both pictures up on my laptop. Like I've split my screen. I've got both picture up. He looks like Richard E. Grant. Yeah? And I think that's where they're going to go with. I, I, I truly believe it. Guys, message us in. We've got listeners in there. Mesa, what do you think? Dave, you're a fan. I've just turned around and said um, Richard E. Grant's going to be playing older Loki and I think he is the master timekeeper and he's the third person in statue and that's what we're getting. What if, what if it's Kane, this older Loki and somebody else are the timekeepers? What do you mean? Like what if Oh, the old man Loki and Kane 
and I'm, I don't know who the other, who the third person would be, but what if they are really the timekeepers? You mean old man Loki, Kang, and then somebody who would be the third person? Doctor Doom. Doctor, well, none of them look like Doctor Doom. No, they don't. But hmm, maybe that's an actual lizard. I don't know. I don't know, but it's ah, wow. You got me thinking now. Looking at this picture, it looks like Richard E. Grant to me. The more I keep looking at it, hmm. Mind you, that nose is a bit dodgy. That could be a broken nose of Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson is the timekeeper the whole time. <laughs> that is a dodgy Owen Wilson nose right there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got a message. Let's play. We've got that. Richie, I actually hadn't thought of that. That is a great theory. And Vader, right before I started leaving this message, you said, what if it's Kang and older Loki and somebody else? I think that's probably more accurate. Uh, but no, uh, hand claps. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, no, I, I was looking at it the other day. And like you said, like, uh, one thing I've always done, I did this with uh, WandaVision as well, you know. And... Um, like, like what, what, one thing people forget to do, and that is, by IMBD and all that kind of stuff, they have to release who's going to be in movies. They have to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're all out on sets and stuff. And then obviously Richard E. Grant's face. I don't know, what the fuck is Richard E. Grant doing in this? You know? Well, here's another thing. And obviously, I've got a feeling this might be as they're going through timeline. But um, Bruce Banner's in it. I mean, um, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, that might be because of you know the, uh, you know because of the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, I've got a big feeling that's going to be something like that. Very minute little. Okay, it's a flashback. They're going through time, and there's a Hulk and there's Banner. Um, so I've got a feeling that. But Richard E. Grant is the new person, on, and Richard E. Grant looks a lot like fucking Tom Hiddleston. Man, look at the mm. hair. Look at everything. He acts like him. He's English. He's got the little English accent. Yeah, and I don't know. I found a picture, and I don't know if this is a picture from the uh, if this is going to be from the series or if this is from another movie that he was in. Hmm. Yeah, and Richard E. Grant, I mean, he's got that cheeky smile, he's got that low key smile. And then when I, I'm looking at both screens, and I've, both, I've got enlarged right here, and I can picture Richard E. Grant's face looking like that timekeeper statue, like put, put, put a thing over his head. I'm actually drawing it in black now. I kid you not, right? You know, and I'm like, that's him. Okay, so the picture you're looking at is he wearing like a black suit with a silver bow? No, it's just a Richard E. Grant picture. Like I'm giving a headshot. You, I'm gonna see if I can send you what I got here because yeah, this this is hella interesting. Hold on. But yeah, I'm thinking he might because it, it it looks like he might be. Look at that nose. Come on. I've gone on Google Images. I've checked every... Oh my fucking God. There's one picture. If you go onto Google Images, people, there's Richard E. Grant with Tom Hiddleston looking right next to each other. They look freaking identical. And they've both got that same nose. And look at... Oh my Lord. Mm. Oh my lord! 
I just sent you a picture. Right, let's just press play quickly. I see y'all in here nerding out, so I want to know what was this, what was the topic of the situation, the situation that y'all got going on in here. So, talk to me. Right. So, welcome to Marvel Mondays on a Thursday, because this is Stereo's um, version of the TVA, where time doesn't exist here. So, that's why you can't work out if we're on a Monday or a Thursday. Uh, we're talking about Loki, episode three. Um, we'll break it down and then we come out with fan theory. So God bless you. And I think we have come out with something way before anybody else. I want to pass plus this all over the place. Um, I think Richard E. Grant, because Richard, we've just found out Richard E. Grant is going to be in Loki. And I think Richard E. Grant is playing the older version of Loki. And he is the timekeeper in the middle of the statue. And he's basically manipulated this timeline to kill all the other Loki so he can run supreme. And that's why Lady Loki wants to kill him. And that's why she looked at this Loki. She goes, this is bigger than you. Because there is just him. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on. And Loki being the god of mischief, he's always kind of like tried to be the big bad, but... Also, he always uses the big bads, you know. Like he'll use he will use uh, Thanos to get what he wants. Although, I mean, why was he ultimately working for Thanos? He doesn't want to be a slave to anyone. He thought he could find a way to overrule Thanos. You right. know, that, that 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 that's Loki all over. Like even in the comics, you know, he doesn't really want to be a slave to anyone. So, like, why was he doing this in the first place? Because he wanted to be the god of Asgard and all that kind of stuff. So now. If you move forwards, like maybe he is using Kang, maybe he's using these old people, uh, all these people to to rule over time, you know, and maybe that's what the Council of Loki is like in the comics, because the Council is Kang, is Loki, you know, Ooh. the Holy Trinity, so to speak, of the future, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel getting deep. <laughs> Marvel getting deep. And I've always liked in the comics, I've liked the way Marvel has handled, um, you know, multiple timelines, uh, way better than DC, because uh, mm. DC is just like really sloppy with all their timeline hijinks and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's it's like it's really like all over the place, and they 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 make these changes that just. Uh, they're they're in place one day and then three months later, you know, it's it's something different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, ah, uh, yeah, Marvel is really something else. Marvel is really something else. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So, tell us some stories about Old Man Loki in the comics. Uh, well, he didn't really have a big part in the comics. He was just it was just a story arc, so it wasn't really just a big part. He wasn't a big, huge part of uh, the comics. Um, I think it was really, I think more, he was more of just a mention, um, in like what I was talking about, uh, last week that there was like several Lokis inside of Loki. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't know what, if there's any issue specifically that deals with old man Loki. Mm. Right. We've got a message while you look into that quickly. Uh, we got that. Well, in the comics, everything has mm -hmm. just been re revamped 
So if you watch, if you read uh, Dark Knight's Metal, you would know what's going on now. You know what I mean? Like to me, Marvel got the movies hand, hands down, down packed. But but the DC is always messing up and, and flim flamming. You know what I mean? But with the comics, Marvel's to me is all over the place, and DC is just getting together because they have the future event, and then they got. But there's mad events in in Marvel too, so you just gotta like. But what's 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 in chronologically? You know what I mean? So, word. What? Well, I'm not a huge DC fan. That's a that that that's a Vader thing. Dark Knight's Metal. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. DC when they they do their resets, but like like they recently did uh did a reset. Uh, last before the pandemic, before the pandemic, they did a reset. Um, and then they did the uh, uh, Watchmen story arc, uh, which ran uh, like a year, year and a half, which um, uh, just unveiled a whole bunch of craziness. And they did another reset. Um, so, I mean, it's like they do resets just DC will do a reset when they've done something that, that, that screwed up their chronology and they want to fix it. Marvel does uh, resets just to keep the, the the stories contemporary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like, have Marvel you read when it's necessary, yet? DC is just when it's convenient. I haven't read Dark Knight's Metal. Have you read it? Uh, yeah, I've read it. I've read some issues. That's, that's the, the metal. The metal series is a uh, yeah, that's that's uh, the adult bark. Uh, side of of uh, <laughs> uh, DC, you know that's where you get your cussing, your f bombs, your nudity. Um, but actually, mm. those books are you know they they sell pretty quick. So if you get your hold of some metal, buy them bad boys. I'm seeing some. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm 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 feeling some price increases there because I dare you to find the first issue Batman. Oh, actually, just to let everybody know as well, um, for those who are, are, aren't super fans of ours, because um, we do drop some earlier bombs uh, on a Monday, um, but we just found out that there's a comic that you guys should buy if you're a comic fan, uh, enthusiast and you possibly want to make a bit of money in the future, um, and that is the new Spider-Man. Um, it's uh, an amazing Spider-Man comic, issue number 56. Um, the amazing Spider-Man, sorry. And um, it's where he's got his new suit and he's got this metallic suit um, and that's already gone up in value. So, guys, um, if you are comic book collectors, definitely get that because we heavily talked about Spider-Man's new um, suit there. Do you remember that last week on Monday? Yeah, but it's going to be difficult to find. Right now we're on uh, Amazing Spider-Man 66 and I think uh, 67 is about to drop next Wednesday. So, it's ten episodes, ten issues behind, so it's gonna. It might be depending on your comic shop. It might be difficult to find, but yeah, I mean, he only wears it. He only wears it for like two issues, but uh, it, you know, it's 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 still something nice to have, and it might it might pop up because you know everybody loves to see Spidey in some new gear, but not for a long time. He's the yeah. one. He's the one superhero that. You know his his suit only makes minor changes. Everybody else gets these drastic changes, but people love the design of Spider Man so much 
his suit has stayed, aside from the eye shape and the size, his suit has stayed pretty much the same since he was created. Mm-hmm. Definitely, guys. I think uh, make sure you do get this. It's um, try and find it where you can. It's the Amazing Spider-Man uh, number sixty-two. And if you look at his new suit, I mean, I did. I wasn't a big fan of it. He, uh, it's like silver and blue. Um, his face looks a bit like um, Ultron uh, with some uh, Bumblebee <laughs> uh, from Transformer eyes. But hey, it, it, it's definitely a suit that we've never seen before. And I think this comics, like you said, it's already gone up uh, in value. So mm-hmm. it's something for you uh, Marvel fans and comic collectors out there. Right, Vader, we got some messages. So let's press play. I don't know. That Loki guy, there was always something to suss about him. I knew he's gay. <laughs> he has he's always been um, tri- um, gender fluid, man. I mean, in the comics, if you look. Um, how like how he's been gender fluid, and it, it's just been good. I mean, he's played a lady. Um, even in Vote Loki, he kind of changes appearance, uh, which to me is cool. So, man, you got to do it. You know, big up to the LGBTQ and big up to them for doing it. Um, yeah. um, especially for uh, for the um, uh, for, for Pride Month. You know, kudos to. Yeah. Nothing against gay folks, though. You know. What I'm all right, so if he wants to do his little wizard stuff with a with a Thor or whatever, so be it. Whoa, time out. No, that's not that's the metal series was was a was a revamp, and now everything is connecting from every crisis event that's going on. Bro, let me join up in this live. I I got. I I I I just got finished watching Rob explains on, on on YouTube, so I I kind of know my history. <laughs> well, if you watch if you watch somebody else's show on YouTube, <laughs> that's not your information. But we're not talking about DC; we're talking about Loki. Yeah, <laughs> big up to you, man. I'm I'm not a huge DC fan. I never have been. Everyone knows it. I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Uh, I can go through Marvel stuff. DC, I, I know um, Vader loves his Batman and that, and I usually kind of just uh, brush up my skills from him a little bit. I'm, I'm a big DC fan when it comes to movies. I've always said that. Um, but never with the comics. I don't know. I just couldn't do it for some reason. And even the movies pissed me off as well. But, you, you know, once you're, once, once you're a fan, it's like saying, I love Star Wars, but I will watch a Star Trek movie. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I love them both. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I will watch a Star Trek movie, you know, and I, and I do get a brush up my skills on that. And that's with me and DC. Uh, but Vader's got uh, got his thing on there. Right, heavy. Oh, this show is not just for super fans. Even though I was a super fan before the term super fan existed, you know what I'm saying? Reesh, Vader. Y'all already know what time it is. What up, though? Right up, what's going on? What up, though? Big up, heavy. What's going on, my friend? Yep, no, um, Marvel Mondays, we've kind of kept with super fans a little bit because the people, I feel we should give them a little bit more. And we do, we drop some huge bombshells before anybody else, like we told them about buying this comic, um, Amazing Spider-Man, hashtag 62, and the new Spider-Man suit, go and buy it now because you'll make money because it's already gone up in value. We gave the same information today, but now it's a lot harder to get that comic, so... You know, uh, we give the super band site a little bit extra, but you are right, heavy. 
you are a super fan, and in my heart, you always will be. So big up to you. Um, right, we got Mr. R. Rishi Vader, what's up? Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited about uh, the Amazing Spider-Man uh, 62. I know that they were showing a new costume. Uh, I think the one thing they did very well with uh, Spider-Man, you know, from its very beginning to now, is that they they kept him very consistent. I think I had a talk with Vader, or no, um, I think I chimed in when Vader was doing a Spider-Man, you know, session where we were talking about McFarlane and uh, how much it impacted, you know, the birth of Spawn and everything else. But um, the consistency of Spider-Man and um, having these different tales, you know, from Spider-Man to the Amazing Spider-Man or the Spectacular, things like that uh, has been really awesome, but kept him, you know, still relevant and rare costume changes. So I'm really stoked on that. But anyways, just wanted to say good afternoon. It's fucking uh, 11.51 here in California. What up? Good morning. What's up? 11.51 in California. Hey, good morning, my dear friend. Um, God, it sounds like it's hot there as well. Already, yeah. <laughs> right. So, Vader, you, you're, you love Spider-Man, yeah, just as much as I do. And you're oh, yeah. right, and I think we should touch on Spidey because we've already started on it now. You know, I know we're talking about Loki and stuff, but Loki um, obviously goes on to what's going to be happening in Spider-Man 3, you know. Um, mm -hmm. No way home. We know that's happening. And one thing that Marvel has done is they've, they've kept Spidey consistent in the comics. The, his story arcs have been amazing. Whether he's getting married to Mary Jane and all that kind of stuff, and you know, he's even had a son, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and all sorts. So, where do you think? First of all, let's take the comic route. Where's Spidey now in the comic? Uh, comics, Spider-Man is a single guy, uh, out fighting crime, he's got a couple roommates, he's basically back, um, he's basically back to Peter Parker before, uh, before he married Mary Jane. Mary Jane is still floating around in the comics, they're just not a couple anymore, um, so he's basically, you know, back to paycheck to paycheck Spider-Man, you know, um, you know, the Peter, the struggling Peter Parker. Um, you know, he was always based, he's a New York based hero. So, you know, most of his stuff goes on in the city. Uh, right now, uh, he's going through a couple, couple different story arcs. Uh, like I was telling you before, in nonstop Spider-Man, he's, uh, him and Baron Zemo, uh, not really teaming up, but they're, they're working on the same case because they're trying to find, uh, these drug dealers. Uh, amazing Spider-Man is more, is always shown, uh, the serious, um, you know, the uh, you know, interpersonal life of of Peter Parker. Um. Uh, well, let's talk about Baron Zemo, because we know Baron Zemo is uh, in, and not he's not at the peak. God, he's at the. Why has it gone out of my head? What's that prison? Avengers prison. Oh, uh, the art at sea. Is it the Ark? Is it the Ark? God, why have I forgot the Avengers prison? Anyway, he's out there with them at the moment. And so we have to see Baron Zemo again at some point. Do you think we'll be seeing him from far from home and he's going to be teaming up with Spidey and stuff like that in the multiverse? Uh, 
No, I don't no, I don't think we'll see him like that. Um We've teased oh, on the th- Thunderbolts because we can see that he, he might be running the Thunderbolts or Thunderbolt Ross and so forth. Oh, Baron Zemo? Yeah. So, sorry, sometimes I talk to you, I think I'm talking to Keith because we touched on it with Keith a lot. So, if you look at Falcon and Winter Soldier or you look at um, what's coming up in uh, Black Widow, you see Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross was in mm-hmm. Civil War and so forth, and in Vengeance Infinity War, you know, um, if anything. No, Endgame, sorry, he comes back in Endgame, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so, if that's the case, Baron Zemo, he used to run the Thunderbolts, so did Bucky Barnes, and ultimately we know we've got all these three kind of in one place, so, like, I, I foresee a Thunderbolts, definitely. Hmm. See, I always thought uh, with him being in there, and now especially with the uh, with the the um, She Hulk TV series, I thought they were going to transition Thunderbolt Ross uh, into the Red Hulk, and that was I thought that's where they were going with that. I don't I don't, I don't know if we'll be seeing the Thunderbolts. You're absolutely right. I reckon he might join. It'll be Thunderbolt Ross. But ultimately, Thunderbolt Ross always wants a bit of power, right? We know that, yeah? Mm-hmm. And he always, like that, that super soldier serum and all that kind of stuff. So my thought is that he might try and inject himself and bang, this is where we see Red Hulk versus our own Professor Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking well, about... I feel, I feel we're going to see Red Hulk and uh, She-Hulk. Um... I don't know if they're going to be able to, uh, I don't know, they got to fix whatever problem it is with this whole distribution thing, um, and, you know, with, uh, Marvel and, uh, what is it, Warner Brothers, with the Hulk, we're not going to be able to get a good Hulk movie until they get that straightened out, so that's why I think they would put, you know, Red Hulk, just so they can have him out there in, um, She-Hulk. But not, I can't, I can't see them fitting them in and it making sense anywhere else. Yeah, true, true, true. She-Hulk's going to be a... Yeah, I, I see that. I, I, I get where you're coming from with that. So, just quickly, guys, welcome. Um, we're not going to be on it for too, too long now. Um, because, like I said, there wasn't really much to touch about on episode three, you know. But you, we, we got a lot. Um, we've got a lot out there. And I think episode four of Loki is going to be uh, a, a bit of a roller coaster. But just quickly, I want because we touched talk, talked about Hulk, and you know we said we couldn't understand what happened with Professor Hulk. One minute Hulk just doesn't want to come out and stuff like that, and then he became Professor Hulk in Avengers Endgame and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which some people are annoyed about because they miss Hulk. They don't really like the whole Professor Hulk kind of scenario and stuff. Yeah, this kind of played out in the comics too. Yeah. So, in the comics, he's still Professor Hulk, isn't he? Uh, nah, I think he's back to dumb, he's, well, he's, I think he's back to dumb Hulk. He's not Professor Hulk anymore. Um, I mean, he's, I mean, you know, Hulk could always talk. Uh, he's a bit more eloquent now, but I don't think the Banner and Hulk personas uh, are merged anymore. So, there was a cut scene 
um, in Avengers uh, Infinity War that I, I watched a few days ago as well, again. And, and it made so much sense, and I don't understand why they cut it out. And it's basically um, Mark Ruffalo's character, uh, Banner, talking to the Hulk in a mirror saying, we need to join together, buddy. I, I think we can do this. And that's how they become one. Right. And he's fighting with himself. He goes, Banner wants to kill Hulk. And he's going, Hulk, I don't want to kill Banner. I don't want to kill Hulk. You want to kill me? He goes, I don't want to kill Banner, but I want to live. And he goes, I want to live. And there's this whole big thing, man. It's huge. And I thought that should never have been cut out because it made so much sense just showing that to see how he'd become Professor Hulk. Mm. Huge scene, huge scene. Right, messages quickly. Let's go. Big up to everyone in the room. Oh shit, wrong one. Um, the other one as well that's really ridiculous. Um, someone goes, if he wants to do some wizard stuff with Thor, that'd mean it's number one incest, number two his brother. What the fuck? You know nothing. Stop talking and stop sending my oxygen. Oh what? I need to listen to that again. What was he saying? Um, the other one as well that's really ridiculous. Um, someone goes, if he wants to do some wizard stuff with Thor, that'd mean it's number one incest, number two his brother. What the fuck? You know nothing. Stop talking and stop sending my oxygen. <laughs> I think it. I think he was upset with maybe one of the comments about him being uh, bisexual. I, I think that's what he's saying. I think oh. so. <laughs> I think I, I think so. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And if I am, I do apologise to everyone. Uh, or or um, the, the message, uh, if that's not what you meant. Um, but, yeah, man. Let, let's carry on. Let's carry on. All right, though. But that's okay. Cool. I'm a, I'm a comic book fan all around. You know what I mean? And that Spider-Man, that Spider-Man um, read is a good read. You know what I mean? I ain't going to spoil what happened. You just got to read the comic. But you know, uh, but with Loki, it's even in Norse mythology that he was gonna, you know, what I mean, he messing around with pigs, dragons, dogs, wolves. You know what I mean? Like, so make me know. Never mind. They're just gonna keep it to Norse mythology. You know? Yeah. Big up to you, bro. Um, no, no, definitely, definitely. Thank you, thank you for coming through, man. Absolutely love your input. Just, just like us, we're all one big family. Um, we all growing as a community. Marvel Mondays were on a Monday. Usually we do Fantastic Fridays, but today we did on a Thursday because of things. Um, and it was just like what Vader was touching on, saying like in in mythology how like um, Loki got with a horse and had a horse baby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, huge stories, huge stories. Right. So, what do you wanna what do you wanna see out of uh, just quickly before we do rush off? What do you want to see from Loki episode uh, four? Ooh, I want to see. Well, I want to see how they're gonna, what they're gonna do to get off of this planet. Because right now, that's that's the big problem, the big issue they got to figure out. And I want to see, or which they're probably what, what next week's episode is probably gonna be, uh, just you know them backtracking and showing what Owen Wilson was doing while they're on this planet. But I like to see. Uh, maybe find out where they put a lot of these time uh, timekeepers, uh, the the time uh, hunters from. Maybe find out where Owen is from. 
and you know maybe a little uh, a hint at who and what these timekeepers really are. I I I I honestly believe that. I mean, well, the, well I've just had news. Well, I, I presume it's been out there for some time, but I just got it recently. So Loki is supposed to be two series, not one, because we were always told that everything that's coming out on Disney Plus is going to be one series, and that's it. And we go into the movies. But I have now been told that Loki, the the series, will go into a second series, which which is quite strange. You know, so that means there's a lot more story to be told uh, and to piece up the movies. And they're definitely using Loki to do this. Um, going through is like, yeah, number one, how's he going to get off this planet? I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe he might call uh, Heimdall. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. That's the only way I can think if he can't use, which is another thing. Why can't he use his magic to get off this planet? I don't, I don't understand that. We know he has the ability to teleport, uh, telekinesis, uh, you know, all types of different kinds of magic. What's, I mean, he doesn't have to stay on Earth. Why does he got to stay on this planet? Mm. I, I, I reckon, I, I definitely think we're up for a new, uh, a huge ride because Marvel are clever, right? They want. They left us with more. I think episode four and five is just gonna be blow us away. I really believe, it. and this is why they didn't do much in episode three. They wanted us to uh, kind of find out what's going, like get to know them a little bit more. And this is why we find out about the whole love thing, and oh, you know, they're different lives in in, in different timelines, and you know, like just like how Lady Loki knew she was a Lofi. Um, Tom Hiddleston's actor. Time, um, character didn't, you know, that he didn't know he was adopted. Um, I, I think it is definitely going to be. I wonder if they let the TVA arrest him mm-hmm. to get off the planet. Oh, they, they could, but then, but how did they even notify the TVA where they could find him? You know, I don't know. I reckon nothing they can do to change to you know cause a ripple in the time stream. Plus, all the time cops are busy because of all those branches that the lady Loki just set off. Everybody, because remember when she went back after she dropped the bombs and we saw her go back to the TVA, it was like a ghost town in there because all the TVA just were all trying to correct the you know the <laughs> the big mess that she had just made. So, I mean, even if they do notify somebody, who's going to come and get them? Everybody working. So, I mean, here's one thing. We are, uh, what, July the 24th. We've got a few more episodes to go. And straight after, we go into Black Widow, yeah, because that's getting Mm -hmm. released on the 9th of July. Mm Mm-hmm. No, in fact, I'm not going to talk about that now. We'll talk about that in a few days. We're on, on Marvel Mondays. I think I've got a little thing, but I, I think it's just too much for today's episode. You know, you're not going to have to tune in on Marvel Monday to get what I'm coming with on this. I've got a, a, a good little theory, a little fan theory. But yeah, you're right, right. Quick couple of messages, and then we're going to cancel up. Dave, let's go. Big up Monday. Here's the way I think they're going to get off the planet. Um, number one, I hadn't thought of the Heimdall thing, but I, I don't see that happening. There are so many years in the future. 
Um, there's nothing. There's nothing that suggests that uh, Asgard re-exists or exists still in this timeline, whichever timeline it is. Um, it could be. Here's what I think it is. I think uh, Loki is lying about the the thing being uh, out of charge and broken. I think oh. um, the timekeepers, uh, whatever it was oh, called, yeah. that actually got them there in the first place, made them open that door. I think that every time that he's shown Lady Loki that, it's because he what didn't have all the information he needed yet. He didn't know everything about her powers or who she was or... And I think that he was just stalling. He's still got uh, something that can get him out of there. He's just going to open it up. It's not going to be broken. It's not going to be lost. Um, he was showing a fake one. You know what? That makes it easy a trickster. I am Dave. Just for you, my friend. Kudos. 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 Loud applause. You're absolutely right, and I've just thought of it because he kept on showing everyone the magic of. Would you remember, like um, with the little fireworks and stuff? Mm-hmm. So he can show what he wants to show, and that was the whole point of it. And Loki is a very smart character. Loki always no- is always his, his mind's always on the end game. Let's be honest; he's not as stupid as what they've shown him. And at the moment, we've seen him get drunk on a planet that's about to blow up. We've seen him mm-hmm. being very reckless. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think it is broken. He needs to find out what Lady Loki wants, uh, Sylvie wants, and he's going really deep into it. Yep, you're right. Makes total sense. I need to think about what Loki would do just that. Oh, I took yep. such a tumble. Now look, it's all broken and smoking. Oh. <laughs> wow. I tell you what, next week's going to be amazing when everyone tunes in just to see which one is right. That's all I've got to say. Epic, epic. Or maybe it's a ship in a bottle type thing. You know, um, Loki acted like he didn't know um, anything about the Enchantress's powers or Lady Loki's powers about, what are you trying to control my mind? That first thing he says is, "That's I'm, my mind's too strong for that. But then he plays stupid and asks about how she does it. Um, what if he actually has that power and he's been controlling her mind and this, uh, maybe they're not even on the planet or anymore. Maybe, maybe it's a ship in a bottle type thing where that's, they're trying, he's trying to get information from her. Cause I think that's all he did in episode three. He's trying to get information from her, from her. But I also think she was trying to do the same thing. So maybe she did control his mind way back when, and maybe they get off somehow that way. I don't think it's that difficult, though. I think he just still has one of the uh, the objects that uh, can open up those portals. It's in his pocket or wherever he keeps it. It'll magic up right when he needs it. Well, he said he was keeping it in his heart. So now it makes sense. How did, if it was in his heart, how did, you know, falling off that train damage it at all? Because it was protected inside his body. But uh, if they follow the comments... Um, Loki doesn't have the power of enchantment. Um, that's that's how they discovered that the enchantress was really Lady Loki in the books. So really, maybe mm. she just taught Loki. She may have just taught him how to use enchantments. Now he has a new a new power because she explained it to him after a while how it actually worked. Oh. Very interesting. I like that. I like that. And I like what Dave's saying, but I'm with you. 
I, I, I think they're going to go with, oh, I'm the trickster. I had it all along, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Let's open a time portal. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah, right, guys. Uh, Vader, I just got to say, big up to everyone. Thank you so much for coming in. Big up to I Am Dave. Big up to Solomon Grundy. Big up to the one and only Mr. R. Big up to We're Not Equal. Um, uh, Heavy Myers. Um, um, Muse Lover 86. Savage 30. Uh, Phoenix. Hella Frizza was in the house. Big up Hella Frizza. Lots of love. 18 new in ages, girl. Uh, big up uh, S. Biggie Bigavelli or whatever his name is. I do apologize. I can't say your name. But yeah, thank you so much, bro, uh, for coming through. Um, and everybody else. Uh, Susie. Oh, uh, Make It Pop. Everybody else that was in the room, lots and lots of love. And big up to the one and only, and clap it up for my man, Vader66. Thank you so much, Vader. Well, I don't love it. Y'all, y'all clap up for Richie. And <laughs> his series has got my mind reeling. Reeling. Oh, my goodness. This, uh, you gave me a lot to think about today. And we're we're gonna have a lot more to think about. We got one last message. Let me quickly press this, and we gotta go. Oh, Red Sox! What's going on, Red Sox? You came late. We have had such a great show, Red Sox. You need to go back and listen to this show. Even even I mesmerized myself at one point. But uh, (laughs) seriously, (laughs) this was such a great show. Um, Red Sox. Uh, Rishi Vader, how's it going, dude? I haven't watched the new Loki episode yet, but I heard it was a little more subtle. I mean, I'm probably going to watch it after I listen to this anyway, so, you know, it's not going to spoil anything, but wanted to give in some love. What's up? What's up? Red Sox, just for you. So I'm not wasting time because I love you so much and you come in. We have a theory. We know Richard E. Grant is going to be in Loki. If you look at his face, he looks like Loki. He's going to play the older Loki, and I think Richard E. Grant is the timekeeper, and that's an older Loki. There we go. I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with this theory. All right. Uh, Vader, God bless you, man. Um, I'm going to chat to you soon. Um, have a good day. Uh, rest of your good day in America. Have a go. I know you're going to work now. Um, I'm going to have a good evening. And guys, all of you lot, be safe. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you on Marvel Monday. Right on. Right on. Oh, hey, hey check out that room key I was telling you about. Oh, I see it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you on Clubhouse later, and we're gonna have a chat anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Take it. See you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. We're officially out.